Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time! What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta, yeah, Dukes. Dig it! There before the grace of God goes me. Everybody to the Chad Duke Show. This is your free best of episode on Fridays. Available anywhere you get podcasts. Thank you so much. Uh, please subscribe. Give us a five star review. And if you like what you hear, consider plunking down the old CC and getting the Daily Show. We do one each and every day. We did another bonus show this week for Justice League Designer Cut. I believe that's eight weeks in a row with a free bonus episode. If you subscribe on ChadDukeShow.com, so. Consider doing that. I'm your host with the most big shootster screaming into the internet, as everybody is nowadays. I am here with my executive producer, the cold soldier, Gigantor, in the building here at the Fortress of Solid Dudes, presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival. Good to see you early in the morning, Tor. Good to see you, too. And a uh, little food for thought with the extra runtime that we had on our uh, six episodes so far, or five episodes so far this week, it almost equates to two other full episodes that they got. I think you're right. The shows have been going longer. A lot of people were like, oh, I just wish, you know, it was more than an hour. Well, it's consistently more than an hour now. You know, what I always want to do is under promise, over deliver. What we promised was, you know, one hour episodes, trying to figure out how this thing works, but it's a gradually turned into a very easy, you know, way to fill some time. That's basically what podcast and broadcasting is. You're creating from void is Howard Stern once said and uh it's fun to do that right here got a couple of really fun segments for you always like to throw the bmi and the body mass index uh people seem to enjoy when i talk food also i was attacked by an umbrella this week uh we'll talk about that eric davis came on to preview some movie stuff with us including uh got godzilla versus kong uh, the justice league stuff a bunch of movie news uh, uh falcon winter soldier came out this week we discussed all that you'll give a little sample here on the free episode. Uh, I got to apologize. Last night, I got completely out of control. Um, yesterday, I took uh, took the wife out to Old Town Manassas. And by the way, Tor, um, if Sting, the wrestler or the lead singer of the police, went to Old Town Manassas, they wouldn't be as famous as I was. Uh, nobody ever, like I, every once in a while when you're in the radio, people will recognize your voice, but it hasn't happened. It doesn't happen as much anymore. And certainly since COVID, because I'm either in my store or I'm here and I'm in my house pretty much. Yesterday, I got fucking called out in Manassas probably eight times, including a guy that we went to this uh, restaurant. Uh, uh, no free plugs on the show, but uh, the guy listens. Uh, it was called CJ Finn's. It was a um, uh, seafood restaurant. 
and uh, they got they got oysters on the half shell. It's tough to find good oysters mm. on the half shell around here. And my, my wife is a bit of a connoisseur. Heard they were good. Went out there. They were. Uh, the waiter served us the entire time. And then right as I'm walking out, he goes, love the new show. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's different than, hey, I listen to your dumb sports show for free on 106.7. Like, th- that's somebody that is not only aware of who you are, but also plugged in and is now plunking down the credit card. That is the first time that has happened, which was very cool. Uh, then we sat outside at another joint. We were having some beers outside, and two people came up said, well, we're, hopefully you'll get another job. Uh, you know, do you think you'll ever do a show again? I'm like, I, I do a show. Just please yeah. pull your phone out and type my name in. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't Google it, but just type it into your podcast <laughs> fucking browser. Uh, and then another person uh, just bumped into me and said, oh, I love the show. So I don't know if that means that they didn't know that circumstances that change or they listen to this show so that was fun got a chance to visit uh, shining soul for the first time which was great our buddy pete who's been in here it's going to be in here again i think next week we're going to do the uh the ufo show a lot of people have been asking about that i think i can actually put it together so we're going to do that but i uh, got a chance to see his shop out in old town manassas and it was lovely let me tell you something tor i know you're a great false kid blue blood uh fucking elitist pig um well it's true right i mean i don't mean any disrespect uh you ever been to old town manassas no it's, it's, as the kids would say 10 years ago, hella nice, right? Like it's old and it's got cool restaurants and bars and nice yeah. little shops, but it's Manassas. Mm. And so you're surrounded by Manassas. And so Manassas is leaking, like the normal Manassas, the normal horrible Manassas where it's just the dregs of society, no disrespect, no disrespect. They all just kind of leak and leach in. So you'll just be sitting in this beautiful outdoor drinking area and a guy with a motorcycle and a pickup truck comes yeehawing by. And then you just, there's people, do you remember back, this is probably before your time, there was a period of time in the early 2000s where dudes in like punk bands or rock bands, they would dye their hair leopard print. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. People that are closer to my age probably will have a better view of it, but I haven't seen that in 15 years. And I saw two guys with that haircut (laughs) in Old Town Manassas. It was wild jack and it was just like the most it was a veritable horn of plenty of weirdos walking the fucking streets felt very much at home out there for me so i i have never understood the the like all of northern virginia has always just felt like northern virginia to me okay. what's, what's different about manassas is it full of next huge shithole of, um okay. no 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 and that's what's great like if you want to talk about uh blending a diversity or whatever everybody coexisting and getting along yeah. it's the weirdos and rednecks and trashy people from every walk of life uh-huh. and everybody has that in common uh you drive down 234 and everyone's as miserable as everybody else uh it is Oh, that's nice. That yeah, it is real nice. <laughs> that that highway is the most depressing space I've ever been in. Just the horrible I mean not one business has been updated since 1984. Manassas Mall, God bless. I love it's so cute they call it that. Uh you just get sadder and sadder and sadder and driving down this road. Oh, and by the way, there is a million stoplights, and you get you just stop at every single one of them. Nobody knows how to drive. Um, and it takes you, like, it's probably about a mile and a half, maybe two miles worth of road. It's going to take you 30 minutes to get down it. And then Old Town Manassas is kind of at the very end, and it's very nice. There's a train station, like, the train goes by, and it, everybody, I, I had a lovely time. Like, I don't mean to just sit here and shit on it, but it was weird. So then I went to this uh, brewery. I went to Eavesdrop again. And uh, a couple people came over. I was like, I love the show. You got a raw deal. And I'm like, okay, do you know I have a show now? Like, I'm kind of off that. I'm on to this, you know? No, we'll look it up. No, you won't. Mm. Um, but the, they, the, at that place, again, no free plugs. And uh, we're Fairwinds guys around here. But what's remarkable about Eavesdrop is it is in, it's off 28. 
it's between a gun shop and a liquor shop and a gun shop and a liquor shop. There's El Taco is right there. If people know El Taco in the area, it, it'll never open again. They claim they do. It's horrible, the area that it is in. And they have built like this cocoon around it where you drive in. Even in the parking lot, you're bummed out. You're like, oh, God, how could anything? And you kind of walk back to this gravel courtyard, and then it just opens up. And they just, for whatever reason, they've shaded it with buildings around. and They have trees. So you just don't know you're in Manassas. It's almost like you've teleported into the Shire or something like that. And they opened up this giant bottle shop. You're into a bottle shop? Bottle shop. So, like... Uh, high, what is it? High side, right up here on the corner. They they open a bottle shop. It's basically like not when you go to the club when you were at the, the Clizzub with all your homies. Like that's a different type of bottle we're mm-hmm. talking about here. It's like they sell craft beer, like shitloads of craft beer, like in the big four packs and the, you know the big bombers and they have coolers everywhere. Yeah. So they just have crazy shit. And the reason why I'm telling you, Torres, I sent you a picture of it. They got seltzers out there that mm-hmm. I've never seen before. And I, I know you don't like you know drinking beer and you know kissing girls. So like the, the fact that like this is out there i wanted to put you on to it because you know the seltzer game i feel like we all are kind of familiar with the big players and you and i are kind of heavy in that game right now they had the cigar city seltzers they had like local craft seltzers that i didn't even know were going on so i picked up a couple of those for us to try as well oh i'm down now you really got my attention this is a uh, it's a big deal i'll try any seltzer that comes that comes out there i, I mean, will I just have to i don't know why it's become a, i don't want to drink a whole bunch of ipas that taste like sawgrass i don't want i don't i don't care about that uh seltzers I'll bring them to me. I do like New England IPAs. They're very, uh, anything hazy and cloudy, I'm kind of into at this point. But I'm with you, man. You drink six or seven of those, not only is it going to hit the gut, but then you're shit-faced, and then also, like, you're bloated and you're full. Uh, We've talked about it. There's that, and I want to get to the the segments here, but did you see this fucking story? I I, I guess I'm not, I look at movie news, I look at uh, sports news, I look at video game news. Sometimes I don't look at news news because I just... It's just so angry, and everyone's still so angry. But this story is absolutely out of fucking control. Did you see this Suez Canal story that's going on right now? Oh, that big-ass boat? That big-ass boat that's fucking wedged in between it? So two things that jumped out of me about this story is, first of all, Twitter is generally the worst place on Earth, but it's also pretty funny. Somebody has started a Twitter account for the bulldozer that is trying to dig (laughs) this giant fucking ship out of the Suez Canal. And for people that don't know the story, there's a boat. The size, I don't even, it's not a boat, it's a ship. Uh, it's a fucking city. Like, it is the size of a skyscraper. And I guess what happened was there was some sort of dust storm or like gust of dust. I don't even know what happens in Egypt. It's got to be different than here. And it wedged this boat sideways so nobody can go down this canal. And you think it's 2021, you know, I've, I've, boats and canals, I don't understand. Amazon's got a million trucks. Well, I was just learning about it, and a whole bunch of shit that we all use goes through that canal in Egypt every day. And so it's this really wild story, and they have, like, this team of engineers that's come in, and it's, like, their job to figure out tugboats or do we redig the channel, or and boats are now having to take a 10-day circuitous route around this canal tour, so shit's just arriving late everywhere. What do you think the end game is, though, for us here in Los Estados Unidos? Just take a wild guess. I'll give you a hint. We talked about it earlier in the week on the show. The end game? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, higher oil prices? Gas prices there are going go. to go up. <laughs> because because when Krispy Kreme turns on the hot donut light, the gas prices go up. I don't fucking know. I, I don't know how this happens. <laughs> Like, I feel like 20 years ago, I'd open the paper, and every time I opened the paper, it said gas prices are going up. I'm like, what? what, Why? Who? Why? I don't understand. And now I feel like we're here. 
It's nothing political about it. I just feel like every once in a while, people realize, fuck, we'll just raise these goddamn gas prices. I'm like, I'm sure there's a reason why this giant stuck boat in Egypt is a reason why we should have to pay more at the pump for gas here. But fuck, I was like, of course. Of course that's what's going to happen here. <laughs> Motherfucker. Again, thank you, everybody, for buying the shirts uh, this week. Oh, yeah, no shit. That's you, by the way, Tor had his uh, congratulations to Gigantor. He had his very first sellout of his very first shirt, official shirt, here on the Chad Duke Show. Uh, you guys came up big. Some of you, I assume, came up big. You guys that are over here taking the free episode. But uh, you need that now more than ever, Tor. Yeah, that right. pump with the fucking rig you're driving. I'm getting killed in the streets yesterday. I had to fill up. I filled it all the way up. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's got to be close to three digits at this point. Oh, the dumb son of a bitch, by the way, he must not come to work on uh, Friday. The guy that's been stealing my parking space wasn't there. Oh. So I just parked. I I parked like an asshole today. I'm, I'm like that big cargo ship in the fucking <laughs> Suez Canal. I'm diagonal across like three spaces out there. <laughs> Oh, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, you know what else is fun, Tor? You, you mentioned your whip. I'll tell you what you should do. You should take all that t-shirt money. Go on out there and get yourself a, a tending job. Get yourself a detailing job out of TLC Auto Detail and Chantilly. Man, do I love TLC. My buddy Dave runs that place, small business. He has done a, a miraculous job. The way he's had found success is he does great work. Just really, really solid work. You can go to TLCAutoDetail.com. Better yet, you got an Instagram account. Plug in TLC Auto Detail. It's right there. Uh, follow him. He's got a great Instagram account. Lots of cool cars. Uh, they work on anything. You got a classic car. You got a sports car, SUV, pickup truck. Uh, you got a beater. You got something like the Tours car is literally held together with spray paint and duct tape. He can even work with that. Um, am I making that up, Tor? No. There's, I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah. It's, 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 you said you and Dado applied fresh spray paint and duct tape this past weekend. You yeah, told me that. Also some chrome polish. Oh. Yeah. What were you polishing, by the way? Uh, the... <laughs> The accents. I, I There's accents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go out there and have a look. I didn't cool. see too many accents when I uh, pulled into the parking lot today. Uh, they work on everything they do. The ceramic coating, the paint protection. Uh, guys, get, get that window tent done. It's already, man, it was like 75 degrees driving in here today. Especially you fat guys. You know what it is to keep that car nice and cool. You need to do it. Mention the Chad Duke Show when you contact uh, TLC Auto Detail, and they'll give you a discount on whatever. Whatever you get done with them, you get a discount if you mention this show. Uh, and a big verbal nod to Dave. He is a mensch. TLC Auto Detail on Instagram and TLC Auto Detail dot com. Tor, I know you got some picks. You're big gambling loser. Fade Tor, everybody. We're going to continue Fade Tor after you get you caught up on some of the hijinks and jocularity that happened this week right here on The Chad Duke Show. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, uh, but this finger is even fatter than it normally is. Um, so I'm having some work done at Oakton Falls this morning, and um, it's by somebody that is, is a listener of the show. Very nice guy. Him and his wife own a company. They're the ones that did my uh, my kitchen. But what I have learned is that contractors want to get at it early. They they want to be there early. Yeah. Um, I think when they were doing the kitchen, they were getting there at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. It was literally mental warfare because I think a lot of people leave their house when this is going on because they got to – they're men doing real work, you know, downstairs. And, of course, I'm a soft-bodied DJ, so I wanted to wake up several hours after they did. <laughs> um, but I don't know how you are, Tor. When I know something is happening early in the morning, I do that bit where I <laughs> – like I wake, you know, I do that bit where I, I do basically this <gasps> 700 times a night where I just wake up and I'm like, oh, is it, have I overslept? Are they out front? Like I, I just don't sleep all that well. Um, and they were coming at 
eight o'clock this morning, which, you know, most people get up at eight o'clock, but, uh, you know, I just, it's not just getting up at eight o'clock. It's the entire night. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, especially if I have a plane, like if I have a plane early in the fucking morning, I just can't take it a hundred times a night. That's what's going on. So at five 45, I'm up for good. I wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup and I, I left my keys up on the table and I'm like, well, they're going to be here at eight. It's five 45. I can't risk going back to sleep. So I go into, uh, I was in the guest bedroom because I tied one on last night. Whenever I tie one on playing video games, uh, I don't want to wake my wife up. So I just go in there. So I don't wake the dog up and the snoring and the farting and the dying and the fat and the fat and the fat and the fat. So I, uh, I walk into the bedroom and I wake her up. I say, Hey, look, I know they're coming at eight o'clock. So just go ahead and you can turn your alarm off, get another hour of sleep. I'm already up. It's 5:45 in the fucking morning. So she's like, okay, thank you. I go downstairs, make a little coffee, boot up the computer. I start reading about Dan Snyder buying 100% of the Washington Redskins. Maybe they're going to be the Washington Redskins again. I don't know. Uh, the mob came after Dan Snyder and whether you hate him, or do you love him? What do you think he should be tarred and feathered? I don't know. He's going to be the 100% owner of this football team. And, uh, you can be happy about that or mad about it. I don't think it matters. So I'm reading about that, and then I'm watching the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong that just came out where they reveal that Mecha Godzilla is in this fucking movie. And Tor, the world doesn't make any sense to me. I, who on earth was not going to go see Godzilla vs. Kong that is now going to see Godzilla vs. Kong because Mecha Godzilla is in Godzilla versus Kong. The the normies, the casual fans, don't know who he is. The the kaiju nerds are gonna go anyway because it's a Godzilla fighting King Kong movie. Mm-hmm. And you just could have had a bombastic, really fantastic review for all the fanboys to pay off. But instead, in the latest trailer that has run, I believe the one that I saw was a bootleg from China, which we probably have an erection about. Um <laughs> They just blow their load at the very end, and you see his foots and his eyes, and his oh, we need we need a robot. And I'm like, what Hollywood executive said? Let's blow this fucking awesome secret. Oh, by the way, this will really pack them into the theaters. I just don't see what the advantage is. I, I for the casuals, I don't know who or what Mechagodzilla is. That's strange because I, I know you like. We were talking about it yesterday with Eric Davis when they were talking about the big neon Tokyo fight scene. You started pumping your fist during the interview. Yeah, it sounded really cool. All I right. Mean, a lot of the movie. I mean, the term Mecha Godzilla, that's got me excited. But I'm not going to, I don't want to watch the trailer. I want to see that thing, like, you know, raw. I want to see it, it, it. Well, I know you like to do it raw. <laughs> no condoms in the Tor household. They get thrown right in the fucking sewer. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but, but Tor, wouldn't it have been a cool surprise? Like, oh my God, there's a big robot dinosaur fucking fighting both these guys now? 100%. It would have been a very cool surprise. I just don't get, if, you're, if your thought process is we want more people excited, we want more people to go see it, like, Mechagodzilla puts zero people over the top that weren't already over the top for this movie. So I just don't understand that. But that, this is what my morning is. I'm, I'm doing all of this. Eight o'clock rolls around. I've been sitting downstairs, had a little a peanut butter bagel, have myself a cup of joe, uh, let the dog out, and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna be tired today because I got up at five forty five, but it's gonna be fine. Eight fifteen rolls around. Eight thirty rolls around. Eight forty five rolls around. I know. My wife, yeah. My wife then gets up. I hear her upstairs because she's gotta go open the store, but it's still it's a little early for her. And I said, Hey, um, did they call or anything? Like, cause nobody's here, and I, you know, they're gonna start working at eight. Like, 
this is a substantially big chunk of time. They're late. I hope nothing happens. And she says, oh, they're coming at nine. And I said, what? She said, yeah, they're coming at nine. I told you you're coming. They're coming at nine. And I was like, no, you didn't. And she's like, yeah, yeah, at nine o'clock. I said, well, how about about two and a half hours ago when I poked my head in the fucking bedroom and said, I'm going to go downstairs because they're going to be here at eight. You didn't say, why are you going downstairs now? They're going to be here at nine. Like, why don't we have that conversation? She's like, oh, I was asleep. I was like, well, I was talking to you. (laughs) You weren't asleep because we had a conversation. (laughs) But like, you can't blow up in the morning at your wife when she's getting ready for work, right? That is the absolute worst time to have a fight. So I was sitting there. And I don't know about you, Tor. When I get up that early, I'm going to be a fucking cranky asshole the rest. I'm pretty much a cranky asshole anyway, but I just can't get out of it. And I know because I know that there's a debt to be paid. I know that later I'm going to be exhausted. I know that later I'm not going to be able to do something I want or I'll fucking crap out of something that I wanted to do because I'm too tired. So I'm just sitting there like, oh, God, fucking damn it. And then there's nothing wrong with this, but I for some reason, I thought it was an easy repair that was taking place at the house, and it isn't. It's an all-day repair. And I look out the window, and it is driving rain. It is just driving, and not side. There's no wind at all. It's just like steady water. Imagine walking outside as close to walking just into a pool as it possibly could be. That's the type of rain. So this poor bastard's <laughs> down there working on this door in the fucking rain all day long today. I'm like, there's just no way that isn't getting in the house. And oh, I'm just, I'm like nervous about that now because the basement, it, it flooded and we spent like fucking $100,000 to make sure the base doesn't flood, flood again. And now I'm worried about that. I got my streaming set up down there. I'm very nervous about all of that. My gun safe's down there. I'm like, Argh. so then I walk out the door and for whatever fucking reason, my umbrella is in my truck. It's inside the truck. So I have to walk from the front door to the truck with no umbrella. Mm-hmm. I have my laptop with me. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you see it anywhere around here? I don't. So I've got your sweatshirt. I've got the laptop. And I've got, I forgot, I had something else in my hand. I run out and I got one of those key locks that you have to swipe with your hand. You know what I mean? It's like a computerized key lock. On your door? Yeah, yeah. On, on the house? front on the front door. We don't have a key. We have a we have a wireless touchpad. You can unlock it with your phone. It's really cool. It's very cool. Um but every once in a while you'll swipe it, it'll freak out and it won't lock. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then what you have to do is swipe it again, hit the code, it unlocks, and then you have to swipe it a third time to make it lock. This is time consuming. Also, it's irritating because paid a nice chunk of change for this pilot ship. I swipe it. It happens. I'm getting more and more irritated. I'm like, God fucking damn it. Nothing's working today. What is going on today? Because I'm tired. I know it's just because I'm tired. I'm fucking like a big fat baby when I'm tired. I finally get it to work. Flip around. What do you think happens? Uh, Something falls. Something falls. How about this? The goddamn laptop Luigi's out of the fucking bag onto the wet concrete in front of my house. Oh, no. I, I don't know if it's broken now. I... I see this happen, bam, bam, and I see it, and it's getting wet, and I'm like, well, there's just absolutely no way that if it didn't break, now it's not, it's soaked because it's it's raining. So I grab it, I open it up, and then I just leave it on the counter because I'm like, maybe it'll dry out. You know, I, maybe I can put it in a bowl of rice when I get home. So I'm I'm almost positive my laptop's fucking fried, right? Yeah. So I don't have that to work with today, which I'm irritated about. Drive to work. Get here, and 
the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. It also falls mainly on the parking. I don't know why, but I park on the upper parking garage because I'm a creature of habit. Now, bonus, the motherfucker that's been sealing my spot is smart enough not to park up there when the driving rain. So he's not there. Yeah. My wife's there. She just arrived. We're arriving at the same time. Oh, okay. Everything's fine. Hey, there's a miscommunication. I really wish you would have said they're not coming on nine because maybe I could have caught a cat nap. Fuck it. Who cares? It'll be fine. So I see her and I, and I go, hey, wave. And I do the bit where I take the I take the umbrella and I poke it out the side of the door. The door's cracked in my truck, right? So I poke it out the side and I hit the button. And I have this real nice golf umbrella that my brother gave to me where it's push button. And it opens slowly and then you can pull it back and you don't have to lock anything. It just stays where it's supposed to be. Real nice umbrella. I love it. I've never had a nice umbrella in my life. I love this umbrella. Changed my life. I'm a big fat guy. It's got a big diameter so like I don't get wet. Um, it's good in the it's good in the the wind. Like it does, it blows backwards, like all that trope in the fucking movies where it blows everybody away. Yeah. Um, I pop it open, and for whatever reason, the the door to my Ford slams shut. I don't know how in the fucking world it could have happened. There was no gust of wind. Nobody was there. My fingers in the door. So it crushes my finger against the shaft of the umbrella, and I've got to figure out a way. Like, I, first of all, all I feel is pain, and then I don't know what's going on because I'm like, how is the door shut, and where is it the umbrella, or is it the, I was like confused for three, second, three seconds, and then it's this throbbing pain, and I kick the door open, and then I notice that the umbrella is just completely fucked up. Like the, the, oh. the spines or whatever are bent backwards up over the top of it. My fingers throbbing. My wife doesn't see what's happening, so she's just standing there waiting for me to get out of the truck. I jump out. I look at the fucking, I, like, one-handed, like, try to fix the umbrella because now I'm getting rained on. Like, now I'm just fucking soaked to the bone. I realize none of it's working, and I attempt to throw the umbrella off the top of the parking garage. You know the parking garage in question, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm in the back corner, so I attempt to throw it off. I forget it's an umbrella. <laughs> You can't throw an umbrella, <laughs> you know, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Wind picks it up, gusts right back at me, pokes me right in the side of the head, pokes me right here. I'm lucky it didn't poke my fucking eye out, to be honest with you. I didn't know this would be this funny for you, Tor. I'm sorry. It's just, I got the visual. I, I just, whatever the karma is, I, the first 41 years of my life, I have put some bad fucking karma out there. And right now I got to atone. This is atonement. And I need to atone. I also need to atone my midsection. But atonement needs to happen first. It falls to the ground. I attempt to kick. Can't kick an umbrella. You can't kick an umbrella. So that whiffs. It's now just like sitting in the corner of the parking garage. Useless. Uh, I slam the door. I, 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 I'm getting soaked again. My wife comes around and goes, what is wrong with you? And I said, I think I broke my finger. I think I broke my finger. She goes, oh, really? Not much concern. She then collects the umbrella. I'm like, leave that fucking umbrella there. It's like, don't touch that umbrella. Leave it there. She goes, well, I'm not leaving it there. You're, we're not going to litter. I was like, leave that umbrella there. It's like, that umbrella is evil. I don't want it anywhere near me. So then I start walking towards the stairs to walk into the building. And then I realize she's behind me holding the umbrella, walking oh. downstairs. I turn around. I go, I will fucking throw that umbrella out when I get back, but just leave it there for now. It's soaking wet. Don't worry about it. She goes, I'm not going to leave it there. So now it's either throw myself in front of a bus 
or go into the studio and try to pretend like none of this ever happened. So that all was, that's what we call the prequel. That was my phantom menace. The umbrella was my phantom menace. And so, um, and of course the attack of the scones is what got me this uh, overweight and then a revenge of the dick. That's what we're going to call the third of this process. I'm being the dick, of course. And so here I am <laughs> having to fill fucking time after all of that happened. So um, that was the morning tour. And that's why I'm, uh... but I got to say, I don't want to pat myself on the back. I couldn't reach. But if I, if I was going to pat myself on the back for something, and you can ask Drab this, you can ask Othello this, you can ask whoever has produced for me in the past. This would have been your problem. <laughs> Five, ten years ago, I would have come in here and all of a sudden this becomes your problem. I'm trying to keep this as my problem. And I hope the worst that happens was I didn't do the normal double gunpoint like I always do. Hey, let's do have a kick-ass show. That sounds like a doozy of a morning. Thank you for not turning uh, turning the barrel onto me. You don't need to thank me for that. That's what a, that. any type of civilized human being should do. <laughs> what you don't do is you don't get yelled at by your boss and go home and kick the dog. You know, punch your wife in the face. Like, that's what you're not supposed to do as an enlightened human being. And I feel like too many people do that. Right. Um, not that you're my wife or my dog. <laughs> that, uh... <sighs> That's a bad. That's a bad start. And good morning, brother. That's it's not a good morning. And then the other problem is, is like it's the stranger in your house all day. You know, I had yeah. stuff I need to do, but uh, that's not a problem either. Like they're actually doing me a big favor, getting the door replaced in the basement, getting some stuff done. So it's it's all good. It just it was one of those confluences of factors that led to cranky dukes. You never want to be around cranky dukes unless you got a whole bunch of chicken fingers. And all of a sudden, he seems to calm the fuck down. Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Tor, I know we were joking about you needing to finger bang me or something during the uh, commercial break, which, by the way, is still freaking me out a little bit. But I know you wanted to take a moment and thank uh, all the filthy animals out there for selling out all those shirts, because uh, I believe you just got your cut of the proceeds, my friend. Uh, you all are, I mean, cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Just the best. Never I eat a pig because a pig is a cop. About a yatamineta like honest Schwarzenegger. I cannot uh, thank you all enough. I am now one step closer to uh, to getting out of the basement. Ooh! This is uh, this is it does mean a lot, and uh, thank you, uh, Dukes, for uh, incorporating me in that shirt. Um, and thanks to all the listeners, and thanks to Bustles uh, for um, for contributing. It's like a guy that won just one uh, best associate director. I, I think you said you were gonna French kiss them all as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. Don't forget that part. Let them know you got that vaccine. We'll, we'll, we'll make something happen. During that COVID. Then he told me he was going to wine and dine me and then work a finger in. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Well, you get the special treatment. I, I really do. I get the baby girl treatment. I'm excited about that. I got a, I got a pair of galoshes just for that night. So I don't get. I don't. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right. It is uh, Thursday. So you know what that means. It is BMI time uh ant-man is here and we're about to get to a quick uh, plug remember special start time for the friday night hoot nanny this week it is at 8 p.m if you have any questions just go to at chad duke show on instagram all information can be found there follow us on instagram at chad duke show 
Ant-Man, what is on the menu for today for this week's Body Mass Index? Well, well before I get to the food, I just received a text from Hot Man Ted, and it said... <laughs> my fiance, my fiance, my fiance, my fiance. House hunting, house hunting, house hunting. My feet don't hit the ground. Man, do you have my phone over there? <laughs> it said, no, that's a Monday to Wednesday. I'm working. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, that's fun. That's right, because he hasn't built up any clout in his work. Yep, him and Aunt Joe. <sighs> All right. He, by the way, he didn't text me back when I told him that I had to work that day when he gave me the non-invitation to go out to buy to <laughs> go out to lunch with this. There's no chance she wants to have lunch with me. I don't blame her, but I wish he'd stop bullshitting. Uh, hold on one second, Amy. Oh. We need your intro. Okay. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. Sure is. So, th- so this week I went and off of something that you sent me on Twitter, um, and I bought a lot of this product, not this exact choice, but White Castle Burgers. I used to live next to a White Castle in Long Island, sure. and I love it. Uh, I used to, the best hangover food in the world is a White Castle breakfast or even a, a burger if you wake up in the afternoon. I like the chicken rings. They have, uh, instead of nuggets, they have rings of chicken. Yeah, they even do a chicken ring sandwich that's really good. Ant-Man fell into a burning ring of chicken one time. <laughs> he went down, 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 and his fingers, he were licking. His cholesterol went higher. <laughs> and his cholesterol went higher. And his valves closed, closed, closed. <laughs> So, at the Harris Teeter, White Castle has the chicken breast sliders. Um, yes. They're not new, Ant-Man. No, they, they so aren't you know. new, but I did not know that they had the chicken option, because I yes. always buy the cheeseburgers at 7-Eleven. They got the, uh, in the frozen food section of most grocery stores around here, we don't have White Castle down here. Uh, I always, I prefer, for the record, by the way, Crystal Burger shits on White Castle, but I still like White Castle very much. We have the... Um, the basic cheeseburger sliders, Ant Man, and then I believe there's also a jalapeno cheese yes. variety. But yes, to your point, that was the first time I'd seen the the chicken sliders in the freezer. Yeah, so I was excited because I used to get the chicken sliders all the time in New York. Um, it's four per box, five ninety nine a box, uh, it, which is pretty much about what they cost. I think they were like a dollar twenty five or a dollar forty nine when you got them from the restaurant. Um, they nailed the White Castle flavor. I mean. Just like, I'm going to get nailed by tour for that big t-shirt payday. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. I was more than happy about it. Now, what I did differently, because they are microwavable, what I did, I bought two boxes, because four Smart. sliders is not enough. No. Um, That's the words you live by. Yeah. <laughs> four sliders is not enough, Dukes. I, I microwaved four, and, and they were all right. They weren't bad. They were a little bit uh, greasy, you know, from the fried chicken, um, but... What I did for the second four is I took the buns out and just warmed them up a little bit in the microwave. Mm. And I did you take your buns out and warm them up in the microwave? No, my buns are too big for the microwave. Pretty big microwave for that, Jack. (laughs) And I air fried the four chicken patties. That's smart. And actually, it's actually very uh, savvy of you to not just throw the whole thing with the bun in there because I probably would have been at least tempted to do that. I thought about doing it, and my dad deterred me. God damn it. Why are you wearing those 5XL sweatpants, you fat bastard? You hear the sound of that elliptical downstairs, and you get your big ass on it. So... Um, so once I air fried it, I mean, the, the chicken was crunchy. It was literally just like getting it from the White Castle, maybe even a little bit better because hmm. it was the, done in the air fryer. Uh, as far as nutritional value, each slider is 220 calories. Wow. So I pummeled about 2,000 calories. That's high because that's like 500 <laughs> calories for two of those little things, and you <laughs> yeah. ain't going to get full off of two of those sliders. No. 
I pummeled eight of them in less than 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three grams of fat per slider. So speaking of cholesterol, 25 milligrams per slider, 20 grams of carbs. But there's 11 grams of protein. Uh, you know, if you're working out, or I don't. Something. I don't think you know. It. <laughs> I don't think you know how this works. Yeah. Well, people I, think that if something's <laughs> in protein, that just means something has protein. It just means it's good for you. Oh no, no. I know this is very terrible for yeah. you. Um, the cost. I thought it should. Be, look, the cost wasn't terrible. I gave it a four. But to be the same price as it would be at the restaurant, and then you still have to prepare it, I thought it was a little bit high. Why'd you give it a four? Um, because I it, because it's still a little cheaper. I thought four ninety nine would have been a better price. Yeah, maybe my grading scale. Your grading it seems like you might want to revisit. So that. maybe I'll give we it. Need, a three. We need the Snyder cut of, uh, of Ant Man's <laughs> score for the White Castle chickens. By the way, Snyder buying out the Redskins—that's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. He's now one hundred percent owner. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be the Redskins again. You know, he didn't want to change that fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Think about be- that though. I thought the guy that made it happen tour is the guy that owned FedEx that had FedEx Field, and now that guy's not around anymore. Do you think it's a possibility? I anything's a possibility with that lunatic. I can't wait. I, I love it. Just, it, it. It just it rattles people so much, and people are so antagonized that it makes me very happy. Yeah, I, I was happy when I heard it yesterday. Go Dan Snyder. I've always <laughs> said that. You know me, huge Dan Snyder fan. Um, as far as the taste, I gave it a four or five. These okay. were amazing. It brought me right back to. You put any sauce on them? I did. I I so this is gonna bother you. On one, on two sliders, I added cheese. Okay. And just ate them with just the cheese. I thought you didn't like cheese. I love cheese. Now, you've said many times on the show you don't like cheese. I've never said that. Yeah. I don't like cheap cheese. As opposed to what? Like, how much are you paying for your Kraft Singles? How did you know that's what I get? Because you are a simp, (laughs) and that's what simps eat. Kraft Singles are so good. That's what simps eat. Two of them, I added cheese and ketchup. Two of them, oh, I just put sliced pickles on that I had from the lovely Commonwealth Dry Goods. Thank you. Um, and they were the jalapeno pickles. They those were, are good pickles. That, those two were, the, that sandwich was my favorite sandwich. Um, and two of them, I just put barbecue sauce on. And That's, that was a mistake. Yeah, that doesn't sound very <laughs> I don't good. know why I did that. No. I was just trying to mix it up. Let me guess. You have Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. No, I actually still have a thing of barbecue sauce from Monk's that he gave me. Okay. That's yeah. good barbecue sauce. It was the... Uh, the raspberry bourbon flavored barbecue sauce. Sounds like these are customizable items that you are consuming. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's good. Well, let's get your music. Get the official score. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Dukes Show. Now, is this going to be a true score, man? Because it sounds like you had to do a lot of shit to these things. Yeah, I did. I did a lot of stuff to them, but here's where I'm thinking. I gave it a four overall. And the reason is, is because when I ate that thing, it literally brought me right back to New York. It, oh, it just, so like Kathy's ass. No, 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 no. Whenever no. you eat that thing, it brings you right back to New York. It just, just, it brought me back to going through I just got teed a up by Chick-fil-A tour. to, I mean, to a, uh, a, a White Castle burger plate. I know, I saw that and I'm distracted. He now. teed me up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was for technical or for tour. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. That's a tech. That's was, a second. He was right celebrating over there. You don't think it's happened, tour? <laughs> hey, man, shoot two at the line. You got one more. You got one more strike. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting fucking rung up. If I make one more joke, you're thrown right out of here. Um, I take my fucking tank top off, throw it into the fucking stands like the Latrell's pre-roll. I also gave it. I gave it a little bump. It would probably would have oh, been a three-five. Shocker! But that you I had a little gave, bump. I gave it a bump because they were customizable and they didn't come with anything. Like you could add to it and you weren't gonna ruin it like a nice canvas yeah you're, you're the artist you're building off of that right so if you don't I like, like a cheese it didn't have cheese on it. if you don't like, like you don't like things, cheese 
Well, I love I love cheese. You ever thought of getting like some Sargento or something like that? To, to I mean, anything is with. better than craft singles are for simp's and four year olds. I know, but you ever had Tillamook? No. You ever had that tour? Tillamook, I don't Tillamook think so. cheese. They make well, they make ice cream too, but they they, they make fucking big thick slices of cheese. And they're oh. you they're of a very higher quality of just going to a grocery store. The best move, of course, is to go to the deli and have them slice it right off the big block. That shit's awesome. Boar's Head makes cheese now, fucking excellent. But the baseline, Tor is right. The baseline you should be doing is Sargento. That Mark, is the bottom of the barrel that you should be accepting. Mark brought home like a big uh, pie slice thing of Swiss cheese, and I've just pie been, slice. It's like massive. Okay. Well, like like a and- Triangle? Pie slice, yeah. An Ant-Man pie slice. <laughs> yeah. So you're just fucking up Mark Swiss cheese? Yeah. I, he has like a cheese slicer that he uses. I just take the old knife and whack at it. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut a big chunk off. I'm surprised you don't just hold it up to your mouth and just, there's teeth marks in the cheese. <laughs> uh, I would, but I think that, that might get Mark would wear you out. thrown out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, too. <laughs> can't can't cause, have that happen. I saw uh, Monk actually message me. He said, hey, I heard Sam Walker talking about jumping through the... Uh, the fire, when you have a bonfire outside, he goes, we should get Ant-Man to do that in the 5XL sweatpants. I was like, Monk, I don't think Ant-Man can walk all that well anymore. <laughs> Let's jump through a fucking fire at this point. And it's probably because he keeps eating off, gnawing off that block of Swiss cheese that Mark brought home. <laughs> you have to give him like a mini tramp or something. To yeah, yeah, over yeah. It. A mini tramp. I like that. You've been trying to find a couple of those out of Whitlow's. <laughs> mini tramps. All right, so what was the score, man? I give it a four. Four. Very good. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. Sure is. Uh, I actually have a mini review as well, when it's my turn on the dollar menu, I uh, sent it over to Tor. He did not respond. That's generally the way our, our reaction goes <laughs> on the text. Uh, and man, we have some dollar mi- menu items here. Yeah, so I, I found one article that has some pretty big news. Um, as, as many of you know, I'm a Pop-Tart lover. And Pop-Tart has three new flavors coming out in June. One is the banana cream pie pop. I do, I do this tour. I play my own game for the VMI. I look for the most obvious news stories, and I say Ant-Man's definitely going to pick that one. The first one, I have it right here pulled up. The first one I have is the banana cream Pop-Tart flavor. <laughs> well, the one that I'm really excited about is the peach cobbler flavor. That does sound I good. I love peach clob- cobbler. Clobbler. Clobbler. And if, if they can get that right, I know what I'll be buying and stocking up. I don't think, does monks have peach? If they did a peach cobbler fucking ice, ice cream, cream, can you oh, imagine it tipping man. out? Stick that in my butthole. Oh, my pee hole, too. That would be so good. A pee hole and my butthole. Hey, Tor, when you take me out to wine me and dine me for uh, after all the t-shirt money, I'm going to need some peach cobbler in my butthole and pee hole. Thank you. <laughs> and the third flavor is the lemon cream pie Pop-Tarts, which also sounds pretty good. Shit, um, you lemon cream pie Kathy one time from what I heard. Hey. Uh-oh, oh no! Yep, oh, you're out of here. Hey, come on, <laughs> They didn't pay to see you here today, you motherfucker! <laughs> and, and all these will be in stores uh, beginning in June. So First time I've been rung up on the show. <laughs> June, you say it, man? Uh, yeah, June. Those are good so, summertime flavors of Pop Tarts as well. Are. Yeah, I like the more cinnamony ones as it gets in the colder months, but uh, those are good. Tor, what do you got for the dollar menu? I have Seven uh, Eleven opening up their uh, a drive-through in Dallas, Texas. They I like love that idea. They are going to be partnering with uh, Laredo Taco Company. So in that drive-through, you can go and get a Seven Eleven. Like they they're testing out new uh, Slurpee flavors there. Uh, or you could order the Laredo Taco Company tacos, quesadillas, whatever from there. So- hey, man, is that the taco company that's in the 7-Eleven over by uh, West Ox Road? It is. And they actually have some pretty good food. It's not a bad idea because, like, I love 7-Eleven. I'll always have a soft spot for 7-Eleven. But they are getting 
the beatdown from Sheets and Wawa and now Bucky's is opening up everywhere and Quick Trip, like all these other places that have all this food and like prepared food. Like they got to do something. I'm, I'm glad they're doing this. And we need more drive through convenience stores. I've always mm-hmm. said that. It's one of the uh, I, I, I'd i say most of my income goes to 7-Eleven, whether it's <laughs> buying beer. Uh, sometimes I get some gummy worms up in there. Whoa. Uh, you know, whatever. Bowling. <laughs> 7-Eleven's great. I I, th- I I probably spend half my paycheck there. Between the snacks, the food, the beer, the firewood, they have everything. Grocery store, though, is going to be cheaper for all of that stuff. You're yeah, just both really lazy, I would assume. That's yeah, why? Okay. you could just roll right into 7-Eleven. You're out. Right, but neither one you have any money is the problem, and it's because you're spending all of it at 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's probably true. That's the issue here. I do love convenience stores, though. So anything they want to do to make that convenience store experience better, I am in favor of it. I still prefer a 7-Eleven over like a Tiger Mart or a fucking Circle K or any of those things. Yeah. Moving forward. Ooh, I got a couple of things here on the uh, on the menu. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Dukes Show. A couple of quick hitters. Uh, I, too, am and I'm excited for the banana cream pie Pop-Tarts uh, and the peach cobbler Pop-Tarts. I saw the same website that you did, of course. Um... I, did you have the Key Lime Pie Hostess cupcakes last week? I did not. We had a Key Lime Pie Kit Kat. Key Lime Pie Hostess cupcakes are coming out too. Uh, key Lime Pie, any type of like spongy pastry type thing, I'm all fucking in. I mean, I just can't tell you how much I love those bad boys. Um, and in my continuing series, uh, I have been looking for places to go pizza-wise. Um, I tried the cauliflower pizza. Not proud of it, but I did try it. And we uh, discussed that earlier this week on the show. This uh, last night, after I got home from doing the Fortress uh, Film Society, I was starving like Marvin Girl, but I didn't want to go crazy. <laughs> so I popped into the oven my smart crust, crust made with chicken, egg white, and cheese pizza, where they actually, there's no bread. They make some focaccia, like fucking casserole thing uh, for the crust. It is the tiniest pizza I've ever had in my life, but because the crust is actually like, chicken egg and cheese it's weighty and it's rather substantial um Tor, i sent you the picture i don't know if you saw it last evening i did yes. it's by foster farms the the cauliflower is is the, the cauliflower crust pizza i had was better than this but this wasn't terrible and i think it was about 480 calories and i added some turkey pepperonis on the top as i always do to a freezer pizza um and pretty filling like pretty substantially satisfying where that's the name of the game, especially if you're a fat guy. It doesn't really do you any good. It's like, hey, this Lean Cuisine is 180 fucking calories. Right, but I can eat 12 of them. So this thing had some girth to it. It had some weight. And I like the fact that the crust was meat-based instead of cauliflower-based. So um, not as good, but smaller, uh, easy to prepare, 15 minutes in the oven. And I uh, I probably would buy one again, especially if it was on sale. So, so I'm continuing to explore the pizza options when you're trying not to be as morbidly obese. Uh, that was an interesting entrant. I would probably give it a three and a half, um, and that's on a freezer pizza scale. And I would give the that cauliflower pizza would get a three and a half, but closer to a four. I, uh, much better than I thought. I actually had a cauliflower pizza from Trader Joe's back when I was trying to lose weight. And a I cauliflower had, pizza? A cauliflower pizza. Okay. And, and it actually wasn't bad. It, They're and, not terrible. Yeah. I, and we got, I mean, uh, we got the cheese one and then added like some sausage or, or whatever well, the option was. I think if you add sausage, it's probably not going to accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. Right. But it's better than having, you know, a breaded crust still. Um, Maybe. 
and, and probably could have chosen a healthier option than the sausage. But, but, <laughs> yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but it was not as bad as I thought it was. Like, when I first heard cauliflower pizza, I thought it was going to be awful. Do you know anyone else that says cauliflower? Cauliflower? Yeah. That eats it? Or no, the, no, no. Oh. How do you say the product? Cauliflower. Okay. I've never heard anyone say cauliflower since I was like four <laughs> years old. I mean, is that the way you've always said it? Yeah. Is that the way that Mark and Kathy say cauliflower? I think so. Go home and ask them. I will. Or when you're done eating the cheese, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, slice. <laughs> I was just wondering, slice. The other day. How do you say cauliflower, slice? <laughs> it's like one side is all beaten up and Mark said it's just pristine. God damn it, I can't even make a sandwich in this fucking house. Where's my blueberry pie? He, he had cut up a bunch of cheese and salami the other day and then went outside to grab the mail and I snagged Oh, <laughs> my God. Place. He was so pissed. Yeah. Why wasn't that the last time you were allowed to stay in the house? Why is this grandfather clock knocked down again? Who fell down the stairs? If you're feeling hungry, go check out the show's presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. You can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Monk's BBQ. That's at Monk's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter. I'm trying to build a fancy over here. Yeah, amateurs are always plugging like the stepmom stuff and all that yeah. stuff. I'm like, I'm like, you're not this. No, you're an amateur. Okay, there's no you. I know who you are. I don't. I have a lot of respect for. Uh, oh, we're back by the way. Uh, thanks for listening to the best of the. I have a lot of respect, Tor. That's what we're leading back with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're coming back with this. Um, it's the free show. <laughs> the fucking well, I, I look. People understand. Um, the, the porno when they when they take the time to set up the all right. The stepson is breaking into the house to steal money out of the stepmom's sock drawer while dad is downstairs brewing coffee. Like, if you take the time to set up something dirty like that, fucking keep up the kayfabe. Like, I feel like what happens in porno is they spend five seconds, like, kind of developing the plot line. They stick the tag on it. But then it's just a porn star fucking a porn girl, you know? And it's like, come on. Keep up the hijinks. Keep up the, the the act. I'm here. Sell me on the performance. And I feel like there's just not a lot of effort that goes into that in the industry right now. I'd rather have that than the... Have you seen those crazy-ass theatrical porns? Like, like, um, like where people so. take it super seriously and they got that, that weird camera... Uh, like the softcore stuff? No, no, like it's the Skinamax stuff. Like, no, it's like hardcore, but it's like that. It, it's like some like actual movie production that they're putting out. Like it's legit production opposed to the standard camera shot here, camera shot there. We got the boom mic. Instead, it's like okay, we're going through. We're doing edits. We're doing. We're everything is going to be. I mean, it must be important to somebody. I guess so. I don't know when it's too when it's too nice or it's too professional. I'm out. Yeah, but I'm Tor, out. I got to be honest with you. I don't. I spend so little time perusing. Like for me, it's a get the poison out situation. You know, it's I got to get along with my day. So I know I've got a rotation of things I know that will get the job done. Mm -hmm. It's like going to the dentist. So I don't spend a lot of time. Uh, I mean, it sounds sounds like you've you've invested some capital. In this bad boy, there's one video in particular. It is a uh, it's a Marvel Comics uh, playoff, and I have probably only watched it in 27 second bursts for the last five years. And it's a uh, Black Widow is of course having sex with Captain America, and the Black Widow they found is spectacular. I'm sure she is a well known adult film star. I only know her as the Black Widow, where the only way she can defeat Captain America, I guess, is to have sex with him. So look that up if you're uh, no, don't don't do it now, Torn. And, and that noise you just made is Maybe very disturbing. Very disturbing the noise you just made. <laughs> um we're big my bookie guys on this show. I got a bet for this weekend, but I want to see you go down in flames first. For those of you that are just now picking up this version of the show, young Tor over here is a huge sports gambler. I believe he is Ofer on this show as far as bets he's given out. 
Uh, your boy, Big Shoot, I only pick winners. I only pick bets that I am absolutely sure are going to hit. And I am, uh, I think, 5-0. and oh. Do you have an update, though, Tor? It sounded like maybe Cur- that's not true. Current tallies and scores. Yes. Shootster, 4-0. and oh. oh, 4-0. and oh. Okay. Per- perfect. Thank right you. Now. Thank you. Uh, Tor, 1-6. and six. <laughs> But I got that one. It's time to heat up. What was the one? Wh- I- Wisconsin winning over UNC. Yeah, but, dude, you gave out, like, three picks, that and the other picks. two blew up right in your face. Now, I only gave out two picks. That was 50% Yeah, last but you week. know, because you lost our listeners' money, and I get the tweets about that. How did I lose the money if they took both of them and they broke even? Because you and didn't. You're not, the same be- units, so. you're not being honest. You gave out three picks, and two of them blew up in your face. Uh, by the way, if when you want to fade Tory loses you money, it is at Cold Shoulder CDS on Twitter. That is his official Twitter account. What do you got this week? What are you betting on my bookie? Uh, we're still going back to the bracket, all right? We got Sweet 16 coming up. Uh, and one team that I'm kind of getting a little sick of is Loyola Chicago. I'm I'm so was the sister Abigail. What yeah, is the name of the sister Jean? The second that I saw them making a run again, I'm like, I cannot believe we, we have teleported back where this awful shtick was all anyone talked about. The only, the only blessing is now I've been drummed out of the radio business. Yes. Uh, so I'm taking Oregon State to beat them, and I'm I'm also taking them to cut. I mean, whatever. Loyola Chicago. They got Chicago. 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 Are you, are you from Chicago? <laughs> no, it's just a, Chicago. Uh, <laughs> I guess they're really disciplined. They play fast defense, and they got a big man that was better than Kofi Coburn last week. Take your and word I had for it. Illinois winning it all. It's fine. I'm not going to get all riled up. It's but Oregon State plus six and a half right now. I love that line a lot. I also like them beating them at plus two twenty five. But if I'm going to take one pick because I'm only giving out two to try to get my percentage back up, I would take the Oregon State plus six and a half. Your percentage back up. You're one and six. Yeah, I got to get. I've tried to go two for two. Also, two it sounds three. like you're betting with your heart there. It sounds like you don't like the story of one team, so you're betting against that team. Well, I also like I, – I, I followed Oregon State all year, and uh-huh. they decided to be boring and bland all year. And, and then in the tournament, them? they started to, they started to, uh, to turn up. I'm like, okay, here it is. They're sending it. Yeah, they're, they've sent it. They're definitely sending it right I, now. Another team that has sent it, Syracuse. All right? Buddy Baham shooting the lights out. They're playing Houston. The Syracuse. Syracuse is so frustrating because Bayheim just runs his zone over and over and over again. All right. And nobody can beat his zone. Maybe one day he'll have some success. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the Sweet 16. I don't right. know if they can beat Houston, but I know that they can cover six and a half against Houston. So I, I, we got two plus six and a half to, to send it on. Send it. Whoa, whoa. And then, as always, you can follow me or fade me. <laughs> You already got the see. They, I feel like you're already setting up your next T-shirt too, which is actually working out perfect. You're learning quick, young man. Uh, you can follow Tor at uh, Cold Soldiers CDS, and once his picks blow up in his face, so you're saying it's free money sitting out there for people. Is basically what you're saying. That's right. And if you do end up losing, remember just to tweet at Cold Soldiers CDS. That's so. right. That's Tor's official Twitter account. But that what, dude take the hate. What is wrong with your fucking finger? I, got, I deadlifted yesterday. I'm like, I got, I got a little blistered off. I just need. Of course. If we can get one show through without Tor bragging about how much he exercises, it would be absolutely tremendous. It was bad, man. Uh, the person next to me was keeping, like, I had, I didn't want to be le- lifting less than the person next right. to me. So I, What was she lifting? <laughs> she got up to, like, two, 275. She's in good shape. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had a Miller Lite, so you shit yourself there on the floor of the gym. I was no, worried I, about that. I had to get up to 315. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing bad. By the way, you're lucky that the people on the free show don't know the story about if you have one Miller Lite, you shit yourself for three straight days. It's rough. Well, I, maybe that's not true because today not, it was already. What? I didn't drink last night. It was, you already, it's already happened here? Yeah. You've sent it already? Yes. I was, I was glad to get back up in here before you uh, got for here. For fuck's <laughs> sake, man. Is that why he told me? Tor told me he was going to be here between 10 o'clock and 10.15. I'm like, oh, that's just because he's going to get there at 10 and shit till 10.15. <laughs> I didn't plan on it. It's just 
Oh, just then why did I, again. Why did I get that text that if you weren't already planning on doing Because I was currently on the toilet when I sent you that message. So oh. I, oh, God. So I didn't know how long I was going to be. Oh, you really have gotten comfortable. I don't want toilet texts for the record. Uh, big UFC fight this weekend. You wouldn't know it, Tor, because I haven't seen one commercial for this fight on TV. Uh, I saw uh, your boy, Sports Boy Tony, tweet this out. I noticed the same thing. I don't know if Dana ran out of budget. Stipe Miocic is the greatest heavyweight potentially of all time. Uh, he beat Daniel Cormier the last time he's out. He's fighting Francis Ngannou, who he already beat once. Francis Ngannou is an absolute murderer. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am. He's got toaster fists. I, I mean, other than his fight with Derek Lewis, all this guy does is go out there and just maul everyone, unless it's Stipe Miocic, who is, again, always just going to have a perfect plan. Here's the money you're going to make, all right, Tor? I don't know why Ngannou is the favorite in this fight, but he is. You can get Stipe, the champ, the greatest heavyweight of all time, at plus 105. You're going to take that. You're going to win big. The over-under as far as rounds this goes, is a round and a half. A round and a half, right? To bet the over, it ain't pretty. It's it's negative 145. So you're not going to win a lot, but you're going to win. Because here's the way it works. You got two guys with toasters for fists. Everyone thinks they're going to go out there, swing bombs, and knock each other out. Stipe is a master tactician, and he is going to come up with a game plan. We'll put him up against Cage, take him down. That's how he beat him in the first goddamn dirty boxing, all of that. It's going to go, I would assume, two and a half rounds. So you're not going to win a lot, but you're going to win, and that's what's important. So you take Stipe to win outright, and then you also take the over. Throw that cash. You can go to mybookie.ag right now and get both of those numbers that I actually just gave you. Bet it. Bet it heavy. And if you use the Duke's promo code when you load up, um, you get a secure deposit bonus up to $1,000 tour. That's free money. You want to talk about free money? Use Dukes on mybookie.ag. That promo code, you can secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And it doesn't matter. If you're like Tor and you're running with brackets left and right, betting on college basketball, you're like me, you're betting all these UFC fights that are practically happening every weekend. They got it all. College ball, NBA, NHL. Just don't bet on the Nashville Predators games, unfortunately, what we learned last night. Everything else, fair game. Uh, you can turn any game day into a payday with mybookie.ag. At anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Get yourself some free money by using that Duke's promo code. Um, and I think they got a tournament bracket going on where you can win $10,000 in cash prizes. You can sign up right there on the website. So that is very cool. MyBookie, the place to be for March Madness. Oh, all right, Tor. Well, good luck. You certainly can't. You certainly are not in a position to go over to this weekend. Hey, let's rip it, people. Let's get the good vibes going to, to Syracuse and Oregon State. How are they going to rip it? How are the people going to rip know, it? They'll, they'll find a way. They're ripping it for you? Everyone's got their own way of ripping it, and I believe in our listeners. You ripped it in the bathroom right before I got here well, today. Oh, yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners who ripped out the credit card and plunked down with the cold soldier shirts. This is we greatly appreciate it. Friendos, if you want more from your pal, go to Facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show Gaming. I had an insane stream last night. It was absolutely batshit. We're having a lot of fun over there, so check that out. Friday night, Hootenanny, if you're listening to this on Friday. Tonight, we're starting an hour later, uh, 8 p.m. You can watch for free. Facebook.com slash Chad Dukes Show. So those are two good accounts for you to like right there. Uh, and then we'll put the audio version of the Hoot up for subscribers at 2 p.m. on Sunday. 
which is more bonus content for subscribers, Tor. Yep. And uh, normally after the hoot, I need a day of, you know, recuperation. Absolutely. So uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. is when you're going to be getting that episode. Sunday 2 p.m. Tor and I are off with the Fortress Film Society to see uh, Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. First time at a movie theater in a year. Very excited for that. I'm going to cut a big hole in the bottom of the popcorn barrel, and he's going to stick his hand in there to get some kernels, and there's going to be a surprise. So uh, we'll have a review of that on Monday as well. Hopefully we'll see some of you on the hoot tonight on the Facebook page of The Good Lord is Will and the Creeks Don't Rise. We'll see you this evening for the Chad Duke Show Friday Night Hoot and Nanny. Roll out the trash cans.